0: Alrighty, it's today. How are you? I had to echo a bunch of segments from yesterday that uh, I didn't manage to get into an episode before they expired. So, uh, just in case you're reading through the station, flicking through the, the segments going, that was all on yesterday. <laughs> well, they're back today and I had to just fire them into uh, fire them into into an episode for the podcast and get it out. There's some stuff in there that I wanted to do. Save um, and I think this stuff you know um I was just walking down the stairs this morning and I was wondering to myself, you know why am I doing this like why, why am i why am I uh, recording stuff every day um what 's the purpose you know i 'm um, of course uh, looking to establish a brand you might say around my name and the stuff that i 'm writing. And, the books that I plan to produce and see where that takes me uh it just feels like a good idea, you know, and um i haven't in i have not got too much in the way of uh success ambition i don't i get pictures of now i don't avoid i don't avoid it when it comes to my mind I play with it and I kind of let it let it run you know. Uh, find myself in imagination with other people and doing things that are pretty cool and pretty far out considering where I'm at and um, I'm inclined to just let that run you know I'm not inclined to stifle it or uh, get in the way of it Uh, and at the same time um, I'm not on this grand mission to make millions if I do well then fine you know I think from it's been my experience anyway I'm not I won't pretend to uh, tell anyone else how to do it but my experience is the harder we push the more we strive um, the more difficult it becomes and the worse the results are that's uh so I think from now from well I made the decision a while ago that uh, I would just go with it and do what I want to do today and see where it takes me and that's I was talking yesterday about purposeful accident and that's what it is it's. Uh, um, I had another name for it up until about six months ago when I wrote that article on Purposeful Accident and it was called uh, The Plan of No Plan and I think somebody else has coined that phrase but uh, it's the idea that you just do what you want to do and let it take you where it takes you sure what other, what, other adventure, what other adventure would you take what other life would you like to lead other than a grand adventure that you don't know how it's going to go, you know, or how it's going to turn out or where you're going to end up. Why would you want to plan the shit out of any, everything anyway? Why would you want to plan your life? And, uh, to me, now where I am, given what I know and what I've experienced, I think that's a, uh, I think that's boring, kind of, kind of boring. Or maybe I'm just Stupid. But you know what? This is my experience, and I get to lead it whatever way I want and uh that's what I'm going with. Does it work out all the time? No, the other day. The other day, I woke up and I had a big problem. well it could have been it could have been enormous, but I got on the phone and I sorted it to a degree. the result was all right, so it didn't turn out too bad and uh good shit happens all the time, you know. And bad shit's just temporary. Now the good shit's temporary too. But why would you want anything to stick around? You know? Because you just get bored with it. It becomes familiar. It'd be like having Christmas every day, you know? And shit, that's no fun. So, my philosophy is do what you want to do the way you want to do it. By your own design. And that's what I've written about in the Artist Manifesto. You haven't got a copy. Get over to larrydmcguire.com forward slash manifesto. Get yourself one PDF. It's version two. Working on version three at the moment. Um, edits and updates. And Going to publish it as a, as a paperback uh, by the end of March. On Amazon. And uh, uh, Kindle as well. And it'll go out to Nook and Kobe as another one. a bunch of other iBooks and all that kind of stuff. So it'll be about, uh, I don't know, two or three dollars. Something like that. But uh, we'll see if I can make a couple of quid from it. What about that? You probably guessed by now, listening to this show, that uh, I don't really do trivial stuff. I attempted it before. It was one of two subjects that... Trivial stuff was kind of fun from time to time, I suppose. But um, I like to spend my time considering deeper stuff, you know? Contemplating um, the nature of this experience, and uh, it's probably why I find myself writing what I'm writing and studying what I'm studying, but uh, I appreciate that's not for everybody. Most of the world wants trivial stuff, quick stuff that they can digest. Oh yeah, that's great, share it, bang, you know, in this internet age. um, It's like, uh, it's akin to, uh, it's convenience, isn't it? It's convenience of information. And they want a quick, quick solution. Give it to me now. Give it to me now. I need to solve this problem that I've got. Or I need to fulfill this desire that I have. So give it to me now. And the world, and us in it, well us, it's not the world, it's just us. The world of people spend our time digesting all of this sugar. And none of it really filling our belly, you know. There's no substance in it. And uh, really, what we need is to sit down to a good meal made by someone who loved to make it and put their heart and soul into it. And without that, you just have, you might as well eat McDonald's, you know, or some other convenience food. And it's like that with information. And the whole, um, there's an industry built up around information now and on all different uh, subjects including spirituality and god and religion and uh soul purpose personal development there's so much information out there people are trying to save your life uh they're everywhere and uh really i think what's going on is all these people are trying to save it themselves and uh they've got so many others that follow them and buy the material and and Look, that's cool because, well, it's cool in one level because maybe people are actually solving, solving problems. I don't know. Maybe some people are solving their problems. or uh, Maybe they're not. You know, I spent a lot of time buying this material and it was very helpful at the time. I remember I was going through a really tough period about maybe eight years ago, ten years ago, and uh, a business was failing and uh, I was in the shit and I was on the internet and I found a course an audio course from oh what's his name I can't remember now but uh, it'll come to me but I bought it on a whim it cost a couple of hundred dollars and I bought it and it was one of the best things I ever heard it was like someone had opened the doors and the windows to something new and to something that I, I had maybe ignored or and it was, the, it was the spark, I think, for some um, opening up and, and realisation on my part of what was important and what wasn't. And, uh, and I appreciate this content is, is important. But you've got to be in the right place to hear it, I think. You know? You've know got to be willing and to... But if you're chasing something, if I'm chasing something, if I'm, if I'm chasing a solution... And I'm I'm out there looking for it. I can only go out there looking for it for for a brief period until I realise that really it's not out there. And that was my um understanding then after a while was that it's not out there. It's not out there at all. And uh but that material served a purpose, you know. Just to show you that the answer's not <laughs> it doesn't hold the answers. But uh I think we're on a we 're on a sugar rush of information and um, but what do you do? you know there's no change in it, it just changes it changes itself, and when it's ready it'll change and when the people are ready they'll change um, but in the meantime there's all kinds of crazy stuff going on and uh, I guess we've just got to suck it up. Any writers out there any writers of Whatever novels, fiction. Um, I'm writing some fiction at the moment, and uh, I'd love to know what you're writing. What are you writing, or what, what ideas have you got? Um, mine is uh, a young adult's mythological adventure, where a young boy called Connor, de, Connor de Barry, Connor de, de Barra, it. Traverses the thin veil that covers the world of ancient Irish mythology and folklore. And enters it via his dreams. He's in search of his mother. She went missing when he was six. He's now twelve-ish. I have to decide on that. So he goes looking for her. And in his dreams... Um, he encounters this world and uh, for some reason he believes she's there but the adults where he's from believes she's dead they believe that when his father died that his mother conducted the dying (laughs) on the part of his father because she was crazy you see uh, she knew about this place, and would tell Connor. And she became confused about the two worlds and m- mixed them up, and uh, people here thought she was crazy. And uh, so, in any case, the baddies come because they've been looking for her for about six years, and they've been looking for her son Connor, and they've been looking for the man who. Was protecting them. And they come. And they kill his father. And then he escapes. Into the woods. And that's the end of it. For about. Seven years. um, Because he forgets. Uh, He remembers his mother. But he forgets the incident. So he goes. Between foster homes. For a long time. And finally his. Uh, adult sister who has been living in the UK comes back to Ireland and uh, she buys a home, and Connor goes to live with her. And she's kind of a peripheral role in the book. Lily is her name. And uh, it really, the book goes on to tell the story of how Connor goes to this magical land to find his mother and realise the truth of who he is. And, but he has to do that, you see, before. Our antagonist Balor the one-eyed king of the Fomorians uh, finds him because he's going to cause him trouble and uh, he's got again before Connor gets somewhere else so that's kind of it in a nutshell and I'm writing at the moment I'm using press books to write it I might do a few episodes uh, a few segments on press books uh, if you're interested if you're writing yourself A couple of uh, tutorial videos and things like that, but um, I think it might be interesting. Uh, I don't know what you use to write. You might just use Word or whatever, but Pressbooks is good because it allows you to build the format of the book. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to go writing now, and uh, then I have to leave. So I'll do a little bit now, and then I'll come back later on. So that's it. Yeah. So whatever you're up to, I hope you're having a good day. I'll check you later on this evening. All right, take it easy. Okay, so I said, I stated earlier, hold on a moment, where's the board? I stated earlier that I didn't or I don't do trivial stuff. However, that's a bit blind and a little bit short sighted, or maybe short sighted, or maybe even blind. To the truth of the matter, which is that in those trivial things, there is the profound like, such as, hot cross buns. Now, not everywhere does a good hot cross bun. And it's been my hot cross bun experience that Marks and Spencers do the best hot cross buns. Now, I would imagine that there's small local bakeries do really deadly hot cross buns. But uh, I just think the Marks Marks and Spencer ones are uh, something special, you know. Um, And I'm having one now, although they're not Marks and Spencer. They're done stores. Done stores, big chain of things. It's a big chain here in Ireland. Um, big supermarket. So I'm gonna have a hot cross bun, I like them, gonna have a cup of coffee. And that stuff is very important because like I said, there's the profound lying hidden in the simple and trivial. You just gotta be able to find it. What do you reckon? Hey Larry, Torsen Kipton from Be Afraid. I wanted to make a comment on your idea that having no responsibilities is a good thing. I completely agree that rest is a good thing, but in my experience, earning that rest is the only way to make it enjoyable, because how can you rest or how can you recover from something that was already restful, if you get my point? The way to recover from rest is to exert yourself, to go out and do something to take action. And by earning that fulfillment and that exhaustion, you prepare yourself back to the rhythm of rest and then work and then rest. And that's been my experience. Hey, Tarson, thanks for your comments. You know, uh, I don't remember exactly what segment that was. Uh, I do remember... When did I record that? Yesterday, was it? Or today? I can't remember. Uh, In any case, I agree with you. It is cyclical and it is rhythmic. And... um, I suppose what, uh, if I was to clarify my view on it, it is that we almost can't force it. And we, when we do force it, if we're, if we're in a, a place where things are tough and nothing's happening the way we want it to happen, it's a great sign that we need to take our foot off the pedal and rest, as you said, or chill out or do whatever, go over sleep whatever happens to take and that rest can take a day an hour a few minutes can take years and and I don't think we really know the nature of the cycle the cycle uh, the cycle seems to perform itself and when we feel the energy we know it and then we know it's time to move and to take action But if we try to take action before we feel that, I think that whatever we do will be spoiled, you know. Um, But it definitely is cyclical, I agree with you. Um, But for me, in my analysis of it, it seems to be that the cycle takes care of itself. And we just got to know when to jump on and when to jump off. And uh, to me, there's just no getting away from the enjoyment of having nothing to do, you know. But equally, I love the enjoyment of being in it, you know, in the zone and, and doing stuff. Let's face it, we're here to do stuff. We're here to make stuff. We're here to create things, whatever they happen to be. But, uh, yeah, it's cyclical. It's rhythmic. Uh, and we've got to learn how to ride that river, you know? That's my that's my kind of view of it, how I interpret it all. Thanks for calling in, dude. I'm struggling with that question. Um and I haven't thought about it too long, but I think if there is a piece of advice that you received somewhere along um the road from somebody that you respect, you'd remember it, you know? And I can't remember any at the moment. maybe I'm just suffering amnesia or something um The best piece of advice obviously does come from people that you respect because uh anyone who tries to give you advice when you're not actually in the zone to receive it um is wasted you know, and I think the best advice the best if you if you can even call it advice is our own experience um And uh, I think that's the best teacher, the best advisor, you know, the best teller of the truth, you might say. I'm going to give you a second call in on this. I've come to not believe, but maybe understand or interpret these experiences that I'm having, this thing you call your life, uh, as being nobody else, just me. And that everybody else and everything, everybody else that I meet, every experience I have with another person, everything I read, everything I write, every idea that I form, it's all just me. Everything is me. And you're the same. Everybody is the same. There's nobody else existent in the universe except you. And everyone else is just a character in your game or a character in your movie or play or whatever. And uh, from that position, you can't, Nobody can do any wrong, you know? And I don't know if I'm getting off the subject, but um, for me, that's an important understanding. Because when I see that all there is is me, well, then nobody can do any wrong on me and everything is my responsibility. Everything is up to me, you know? And all experience is valuable. I mean, we can look at it with a narrow view and say, oh, that was terrible. Or that was terrible advice you gave me and blame somebody else. But when really it's all just us you know and it's from that perspective that i wrote the artist manifesto or rather the manifesto wrote itself if i was if i'm to be truthful about it because when i read that back it seems to me that uh, i didn't write it certainly not this conscious personality that i call me so the best piece of advice bobby that i've ever received i've received in little pieces all along the way and uh it's been by virtue of everyone else, the good and the bad, you know? And I know that's, might come across as kind of, uh, a little bit fucking airy-fairy, but it's the truth from my perspective. Uh, Bob, um, I apologise, I dropped a course word in there. (laughs) And, uh, sorry, that was completely automatic. And, um, anyway, (laughs) look, you don't have to, you don't have to post that last segment, but in any case, um i think the best advice we can receive is really from ourselves and i mean that because um it's all about us there's nobody else here having this experience other than you other than me other than that person over there and everyone's existence everybody's everyone's existence and experience is valid and unique and every bit of feedback we get we we have a chance to use you know and uh If we look at it like that, I think things become easier. And it's not about struggle, you know. It's about taking things a bit easier, I think. Anyway, thanks for the question, man. Cheers.